Hi everyone, I'm Lele Terenzani. I'm Miska Terenzani. And we are at home in Slovakia. Hi everybody, we are back after uh, more more days than we wanted. But uh, life at home is really busy, I must say. And I'm not gonna go too much into the details because we've said everything before and there is no point. Yeah. Uh, the only change in the past few days has been what? We've, we've, we um, celebrated Easter mm-hmm. in this unusual situation and we also um, have just been through some really... Um, Absurd uh, measures mm-hmm. about the limitation of movements. Absurd. I don't think it was such a novelty compared to other countries, right? I mean, I guess it's... No, no. The problem was with the district um, limitations. Yeah. So basically, the idea was to confine people within the district of their mm. residence, the, their usual residence, um, and that gets to be a little bit of a problem in a village like ours that Mm. is like on the border of uh, we are like in in this uh, triangle Mm -hmm. uh, uh, on the borders with two other districts yeah so basically wherever you go you 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 go like one kilometer uh to the north uh one kilometer one kilometer uh to the west Mm. (laughs) <laughs> you just bump into yeah. district. So like one supermarket on one side is outside the district and one on the other side is inside, right? So yeah, we didn't... For example, you cannot go to take yeah. petrol to the nearest petrol station yeah. because it's in another district. But that should be over by now. Mm-hmm. Uh, exactly uh, today, I think, or mem- actually yesterday. Uh, people could start moving freely as before. We haven't been anywhere this Easter. We and we have been thanked for that, by the way. I have been thanked. Also me, actually. You got a message. I also got a message. So just tonight we just got a message from uh, the public health authority uh, to tell us that... Um, maybe I should quote the message because it was so amazing. Well done, so I have it. It was full of uh, slogans. And I full should of have it somewhere here. And uh, but it's interesting that it's uh, it, it, I, I don't know if it's true that they uh, tested everybody uh, and checked everybody if they were in movement or not or well that's that's pre- that was the idea behind yeah, the probably. whole law on tracking mm-hmm. uh, people's mobile phones right so thank you for staying at home this Easter our discipline is our only protection from the pandemic. Hold on, uh, hang in there. We can make it. Thank you, the public health authority. So if you got a message like that, uh, there are some exclamation marks. Uh, No worries, they're they're just thanking you for staying put. (laughs) (laughs) And and that is basically tracking, I I would say, the, the people movement. So like if I did a move, then I get the message. And what I, won- I wonder if uh, who really moved somewhere, if they got the message anyway, right? So that could be a question. 
But of course, it's not just the coronavirus, it's also Easter as such. So how was Easter for you? What was different about the Easter for you this year? Apart from the fact that we were sort of thinking about going to Italy. Yeah, actually, that's one thing. I opened my the drawer that is next to uh, next to our bed, right? And there I found the menu of last year that was written by my mom, right? With the, Because we were there last year, right? So one thing is this. Usually around Easter, maybe you plan some time and you travel, right? So that was... And in our case, that I don't know, we didn't really plan to go to Italy this year, right? So maybe, yeah, it wouldn't be so different than now. The only thing maybe that for me, living in this village was really different is that you usually see the procession from the church of a lot of people going back and forth for three days in a row, right? Plus this timely dinner on Saturday, right after the mess, right? So this is kind of... The mess? <laughs> yeah, the... Yeah, okay. Uh, what is it? How is it called? The, the, the ceremony, right? The, yeah, okay. And um, yeah, and this 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 year it was. Like it was that. just a mess. Yes. And then the eating. Yes. That's right. But you did cook with your mom. Yeah, we did a uh, cooking uh, via um, uh, via FaceTime. Yeah. How did you like it? My mom loved it. <laughs> I I noticed that she loved it. She said it explicitly like yeah, seven yeah, times. Nice to cook. How company. nice to cook together. <laughs> You're cooking totally different things. Though. Yeah, but it's okay. I mean, it was a way to to keep in touch. At the end, I, it's like um, it's a different purpose of communication. You don't call somebody because you have something to say. You call someone just when you go to visit someone. It's just open, and someone is there. From time to time, you forget. You it's even open the video chat. You do other stuff, then you come back. Ah, I'm still here. So. Is it? So it's a different experience. I no no I don't have a thought around it. It okay. It was fun enough. Yeah. But the reason why we finally decided to record one episode today is that as promised you went to donate blood today mm-hmm. in the hospital of Trnava, in the big regional hospital. Mm. Um that you know very well from <laughs> Our yeah. from from the two birth uh, births of our children. Mm. Um, so you returned there this time for a completely different purpose, yeah. and you wanted to share a bit of uh, how it was. So first of all, it might be it might seem a bit scary to some people to go to a hospital right now. Um, did you, was it scary to you? Did you, did you have any concerns before going there? I, I had some thoughts, honestly, right? Such so as I, what? I had some thoughts last, well, you know, the day before or a couple of days before I was thinking, you, you know, seemed nervous the day before, to be honest, like the evening before when you started thinking about it. Yeah. You, for one side you start thinking, okay, there are several. And you are never nervous, so. Yeah, but there are several things that you you have to consider, right? To say, okay, you uh, you know that you have a you know potentially deadly virus around, and the only place where for sure it's there it's in the hospital, right? So you basically go closer to uh, to uh, you know you increase the probability of something maybe, but then you think about it really, and um, when you rationalize, then I say, okay, it doesn't really make sense. Because at the end, 
um, I mean, this would, would be true in an environment where people are totally, you know, blind and not able to care about each other, right? To say, okay, I don't care. Like, you put everybody together, you just see people coughing on the street in the hospital. Everybody's needed. I don't know. And this is not like that. At the end, it should be even more clean, right? People, yeah, because there, there are those people that work every day and those people are feminists and they have to care about themselves they are worried as well so they make sure that everybody is fine right so the counter thought is the rational one right when you open up and think and so, yeah, so we that probably, was my struggle the night before we should, right? we should probably say that uh, you weren't nervous about donating blood because you are an experienced blood donor yeah. so if there were any nerves it was um only connected with the COVID. So I, I was asking myself, shall I be worried about going there? Because I'm not. But then thinking about it, shall I be? So I was having this kind of internal thinking, right? But then at the same time, I was, I'm very curious to say, okay, well, let's see how it really is. Right? Should I be worried? Then And then I went there just to answer this question as well. Right? One is because you want, um, you know, the blood donation is something anyway. I remember since I was... And the uh, high school, right? That I was even, I went to, to my high school to share uh, with the students. who said, like, you know, it's useful, it's something you should do. Blood is useful for, for um, you know, the saving lives. So, like, we should take care of it as human beings. If you can do it, because not everybody can do it, you should do at least once every three or four months, right? Here in Slovakia, I was used to do it in the office, and that was very comfy. Because you one day you just went to the office and then you could just for one hour go. Yeah, this mobile. Blood, we right? should say that this mobile um, um, donation uh, facilities are not in operation right now. Yeah. So the only way to donate blood is really to go to the hospital. To also, because nobody's service. in the office, so it would be impossible. Well, to, that's to not find true. People, like right? many people still work in many places, but. But yeah. they don't. I mean, they could say, "Okay, let's go to a village and let's uh, open it up in a village." But the, the problem is, they don't is do that. But anyway, that, so yes. say so. So maybe you could say something about uh, uh, how it was. So you didn't uh, uh, have to enter the hospital through this tent no. that they've got there. So the so tent. So uh, first thing we have to say that it's not that it just went there, but we called before and we reserved. Um, The time, so you cannot do it differently now. You, you have you, to call. You, you booked an appointment, but yeah. I think you can also go without an appointment mm -hmm. to some hospitals, maybe not in Ternava, I'm not sure. It, it looked to me today that it, there wasn't this possibility. I went there and I went like, did you book? And I said, yes, what is your name? She looked at the list and she crossed my name, right? That's what, what the, I the think they are did. trying to leave some spots also for those Maybe. who haven't booked. booked but, so, but we did book and it was a long time. Yeah, two weeks. So it was exactly two weeks um, before you got your appointment. Mm -hmm. And um, so you went there and then what? You I didn't... went there and uh, Ternava is kind of divided, maybe many hospitals, but in this case, basically uh, interesting is that you have two areas. And I, in, there is like a big area inside where there are several pavilions and then in another area, there is like uh, the street and then outside you have another Uh, the where building. there is the emergency, there is a new building. And in front of this new building, there was a big yellow tent uh, where it was written the coronavirus test uh, in front. Like the, you, you could see like testing place. So where people maybe go there to get tested. I, I People were really dressed all white with masks and, you know, 
So you, you could see that that was the place. Um, but then uh, if you kept driving, right, then the the whole place where you could do blood donation was completely opposite side, right, far away from, mm. from even that area. But you didn't have to pass through any test. I didn't have to pass through any test. I just entered the the main gate. I asked to uh, someone that was in front of the gate, "Sorry, I need to go donate blood." And this this person told me, "Like so you, you go went here and, and what what did they? So what was different from uh, when you usually go to donate blood? What was different this time?" So the first is that uh, you had a coronavirus check uh, before. Like my check means they measured my temperature. And they provided me a test. So I, I actually even more different is first I enter and then they had to put on uh, on on my shoes, this kind of um, uh, socks for shoes. <laughs> okay, the covers. <laughs> yeah, the cover for the shoes. And I gave my um, coat, right? So, and there was a hand sanitizer immediately as, as, as far as I did that. Uh, and then in, before entering the donation area, they had there were the coronavirus questions. So there were like, I think, five questions. So they wouldn't even let you in if you Yeah. So them. the question were first the temperature and then you had auto-certified what that. Was your, what was your temperature? 35 and something. I was like, <laughs> low, you were like very low. sort of dead. I was almost, yeah. Okay. Anyway, uh, because it was cold today, right? it was six okay, degrees. Okay, right? yeah, so well, you, uh, you are not a bird, you should be. Yeah, <laughs> anyway, uh, then there was a question, so one about the fever, then one was about if I um, was in touch with somebody that was positive, um, if I had any of the symptoms in the last 14 days. Um, uh, if and, you traveled, right? and if I traveled in one of those those places, or well, there was something else about there was another final question that around the fourteen days still it was two two questions about fourteen one if I went in touch with someone, and one if I was in quarantine or something like that. Right? Mm -hmm. yeah. So when you answer those questions uh, and you sign it, uh, then you can go. Interesting is that I had. Uh, the mono use pen, right? That was nice for because I remember that you know, you remember like what was one month ago when we went to the uh, mechanic to to do the the check, right? That you told me like bring your own pen, you bring your own pen, right? And today I didn't. I said, oh gosh, I forgot the pen, but I went there and there were like pens available for signing, and then you had to just put it in. Uh, uh, a separate place when you so they used it, the so they could disinfect every single penny, and that was quite interesting. But it was good. So you were good to go, and then you did the regular questionnaire. Uh, yeah, then I did the regular questionnaire, where it was basically in the same, like in the same file that you give to the doctor. There was the the original questionnaire plus the COVID questionnaire that I just signed, so the doctor could see both. And then that's it, basically. And, and then you just proceeded as usual. Yeah, and then uh, you you have the usual. Were you inter interacting with the other uh, donors in any no. way? Was this limited? The the there contact? were not so many people, right? So there were like three people that were just sitting there and uh, waiting for going to the doctor. But in the, that moment, I had to go first to another. The hemoglobin and additional, like the, there is like three checks mostly, mm. like so the doctor is the third check, but before you have other two uh, visits. Mm -hmm. 
So there were these people waiting for there. It was quite shy. Everybody had a mask, right? So some of the people were don- don- donating were did even had the gloves. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not necessary the gloves. You are only no, required to have the You had the hand sanitizer. You had the, yeah, the, and you need to bring, have the mask. Like in yeah, Slovakia right now, you must have the mask yeah. anyway at all times. And then, yeah, everything, I mean, after uh, the, uh, there were some, the usual coffee to drink and water to have because before donation. So the material benefits of. uh, Not material (laughs) benefit, but before donating, you need to drink water, like even immediately, even you should bring some water with you during the donation. So you keep drinking so that you, uh, that helps. Plus there was some chocolate, right? And things. Um, and that's it. Then when you, when I entered the area for donation, it was pretty normal. I mean, except for the nurses with the mask, but mm. for the rest, it was regular, uh, because at the end, I mean, in those places, they already take care of all the criteria to have as less viruses as po- or bacteria as possible course. because they deal with blood and they, they deal with this kind of things. Right? So you know, this virus is not different than the others in this case. Right? So it's pretty much standard that uh, it has to be clean. Okay, well, and but, but the only difference was that the, you were advised um, when you were leaving, you were advised to uh, contact them yeah. if anything happens to you. COVID-related yeah. within so 14 days. I had a little paper message with the phone number and telling me that what I should do. In case if you I have any symptoms. Any symptoms, I should call them. Because what happens uh, with the blood, uh, some people think that you, and I think we said this before, some mm-hmm. people think that you um, get tested for the covid if you uh, donate blood, mm-hmm. because they do test the blood for other things, no, like HIV mm-hmm. or um, some other stuff. They do. They do before donating. They take at least f- four uh, different things. Of, so they uh, test your blood for blood, for yeah. this and kind of And they test you for many things. Yes, but they don't test you for the COVID. Uh, what what they do is they keep your blood uh, for 14 days yeah. in uh, quarantine as well. So they don't so use So the blood it. cannot meet other bloods. <laughs> the blood is <laughs> no, nice. to stay at home yeah. uh, in its can. No, you, you just they just don't use it yeah. in the next 14 days. They're not going to use it until they are sure that it's fine. Fair enough, yeah. Um, that would be horrible if I get the COVID the same day, but after the donation, it would be still. But yeah, of course, you cannot really understand. I hope that, you right? don't get the COVID. No, I mean, I mean, but that's hard to to to. So it would be actually better to 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 do a test of the blood uh, if it's not too expensive instead of just waiting for fourteen days. Because even if you call them, it nothing confirms that you got it before donating you could get it immediately after right i don't know i went to the pharmacy or you know that's the point but okay actually went to the pharmacy how was that um that was okay i mean there was nobody in the pharmacy one person talking about her life uh with the cashiers (laughs) they were probably friends and they were just chatting and then all the others were just empty so I had a, a recetta, right? So because I had to take something uh, with the, you know, with the medicines receive, with for the, the grandpa. Yeah, but even they were so 
the one with the that was part of the receptor was just busy talking about whatever, so I got somewhere else and they were like, oh yeah, so fine, they were taking very much calm and taking all the medicine. So there was like, you know, no queue, no people inside. It was quite yeah. empty. So what we learned today that um, one week from now yeah. we should know uh, how life in Slovakia will yeah. further develop. Um, if uh, there will be, if, if the economy mm-hmm. will open up and if the measures will be yeah. softened somehow, what we know is that probably children are not, well, not probably, but what we sort of now take for granted is that children are not going back to school until the end of June. So it is confirmed, that is, right, or not? Mm, not 100%? No, but it's, it's, it's gonna almost. Happen. Yeah. And... Um, And that's uh, that's basically it. We don't know. We just keep uh, going with the uh, quite tough limitations. Uh, the surrounding countries are now um, have opened up a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Uh, Austria and the Czech Republic, and we will see what's going to happen uh, for us. But also Slovakia like, opened a bit more, right? With some shops that are that before, were open. There was like the I don't know. There was no, like the twenty, what four yes. of March. Yeah. I don't remember. In March, at some point, they opened um, places. Yeah. But uh, many, many, many places still have still to closed, yeah. For me, the game changer, of course, is the schools. For me personally, and that's not mm. happening. So. We will see. Schools are the main because kids don't really care, right? So much. I th- not all. It's hard to to uh, to ask them to do social distancing and to not talk to each other, to not touch each other, to wash their hands all the time, right? I mean, yeah. How many? What is the percentage of kids in the kindergarten that could really, really do that, right? So that's one of the reason I would say, right? You what you need to bath yeah. them into the detergent before. To do their school, no, right, and and you know one interesting thing is that uh, I I think we everybody is at least parents are healthier because of this as well, right now, because we don't. I mean, you mean like with the cold? Yeah, with any cold or little kind of illnesses that you might get now, you don't because you don't have the kids bringing it at home. Yeah, so. so. Great times. No, it's not, not saying great time, but I'm saying it, schools are a vehicle of uh, spreading for whatever thing. So it's probably the last thing they're going to open. <laughs> okay. That's that's my logical reasoning. Yeah. Anyway, schools one time, but then donating blood is kind of safe. Felt very good. So you should go as well if you're listening and you didn't do that. And even if you haven't done it ever, it's a good time to start. Because you will have you much think? more time to chat with the nurses and so on. You think it's a, it's a good time to start? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why not? What's the problem? You just get there. You have time because you know, you I book. Because usually blood donation is like you have limited time. There are a lot of people around and they just need to rush. And here they don't rush because they have uh, already a schedule that they know how many people are coming because they don't want to have mm. too much crowded. So, you know. You can ask the questions and the nurses were there. Okay, how many times did you donate? 
already several ah, okay fine but if it's the first they're there to support right mm. okay so um i think we said everything that we could possibly say about the blood donation yes. during the corona yes. crisis yes 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 and um we will say something more after three months then what, what? you can do every three months Okay, well, I hope that the next episode of this podcast will be earlier than three okay. months' time from now. Let us know if you're interested. Let us know if you have any questions or if you would like to hear something and that we haven't talked about yet. Yeah, and thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening.